Hello, and welcome to Spouses of Light. I'm David. And I'm Lisa. And this is a podcast where we play every Final Fantasy game starting with one and talk about them. Together. We're in Final Fantasy V. Cinco. <laughs> Before we dive back in, any Final Fantasy updates we should talk about this week, Lisa? I think there was an anniversary this week. There was an anniversary this week. Was it nine? It was nine. Good job. Haha. Happy anniversary, nine. I love nine. I'm so excited to get to nine. Nine is the funkiest art style. It is. Like it's the randomest jump in design and then they like immediately back off from it. Yeah, it it is a weird like. Like they're kind of chibis. They almost, you know what? They're like pop figures. Oh, oh, why did you ruin nine for me? Oh. Oh, that's not okay. I just meant like proportion wise. Yeah, that was a that was a quite the glass shatter moment for me because I hate the look of pop figures. Oh, hopefully I'll forget by the time we get to nine that you said that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I'm right, no. I don't want to think about if you're right or not. I literally just was distressed by this. Why would you do that to me? <laughs> I'm trying to make you realize that pop figures aren't the devil. <gasps> They're not the devil. I just don't like them. Mm. Mm. On that note, <laughs> I'm almost to the end of 16. Ooh. At least that's what the game is strongly implying to me right now. Are they saying, be careful, you can't go back after this? It's or... not that part yet. Oh, okay. But it's very much the time to step up to the boss before the ultimate boss. And so. I was going to say, 15 had one of those where... Where they're like, you know, careful, once you go through this, you can't go. And I was like, oh, this is the end. And then it wasn't. It was just, you couldn't do anything for a while. Yeah. The uh, 16s had two of those, I think, so far. The, make sure you do your other side quest now, because we're going to, like, take you hostage for a while. Yeah. But, yeah. So, almost done with that. So, you'll get a David's bird's eye view review Hopefully next time, maybe the week after, we'll see. This looks like it might be a busy week for me, so. Cool. Yeah. And how far along are you? I haven't played it since we last recorded. <laughs> Which, to be fair, was only like five days ago, but. Yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. Yep. <laughs> I don't think 16 will be touched until after Tears of the Kingdom. And even then, I'm starting to wonder if it's going to get touched or if it was just the hype train. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm happy you bought it because I got to play it. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy birthday to me, to you. Which is what happens with a lot of your video games. You get them and then they join your giant backlog. And my backlog is usually only like one or two games deep. So I pick them up first. <laughs> yeah, well. Yep, yep. Anything else you need to talk about? Nope. Well, then let's dive back in. So we left off leaving the Wind Temple and... Now we are Warriors of Light, about to step out, and we've got some jobs that we can equip. So yes. how do you equip your jobs for your team to start? I didn't write it down, but I didn't okay. change them. So, okay. I've got Bart's... Sorry, I only changed one, so I remember. I made Bart's a blue mage, because I was intrigued by that new class. I had Lena as a monk, Galoof as a knight, and Ferris as a thief. Nice. I had Bart's as a thief, Lena as a monk... Galoof as a white mage, and Ferris as a blue mage. Mm, so we both have Lena as a monk. Mm-hmm. Interesting. She looks so cute as a monk. Yeah, she does. Bart as a blue mage was adorable. Nice. So was Ferris. There as you a go. Blue mage. 
So I then start sailing south and I go exploring. Mm. But before I go exploring, have to do something else because something incredibly important has transpired. Now that I have freedom, I need to go get Boko. Mm-hmm. As I say, we left our chocobo friend behind. We left our chocobo friend behind, and that's not okay. Yeah, so that was the first thing I did. Yep. So you head all the way back south to the cave entrance, and at the cave entrance, what do you find? Not Boko. Not Boko. He was not waiting for us. Nope. What did we find, though? Nothing. We find his footprints. Oh. <laughs> I was like, a lack of Boko. How else do I word this? <laughs> Before we go in, Bart's forces his way to the front and says, Boko's footprints, did he go in after us? Yeah. So even though Bart's warner there was no place for him, we've been gone a while. Yeah. Right? We've been gone a long time. And so Boko, being the good boy that he is, got worried about us and came after us. Yeah. And then you go through the cave looking for him. And he's not there. And he's nowhere throughout the whole cave. So you get to the pirate's hideout and you find out that... The pirates took him in. So, like, one of the pirates is like, we put that Quain monster in the infirmary or whatever. And I was like, you put him in the infirmary like you took him there or you put him there like you are the cause for him being there. And I was ready to fight. But no, it was just they found him and they took him to the infirmary. Poor Boko got hurt by all the monsters. Yeah, but he's okay. Mm -hmm. One of them said that they were going to turn him into nuggets and I didn't like that. Oh, But the old wizard man's like, don't worry, he's in my good care. And it's so cute. He's laying in a bed. Yes, he's all tucked in. It's so cute. It's great. Also in the hideout at this point, you can get eight potions, an ether, a tent, and 300 gil. At this point, I also swap Ferris to a knight Mm. because I got sick of the blue mage. There you go. It took me a lot longer to get sick of the blue mage. I kept waiting for something to happen. (laughs) I was like the kid in The Incredibles. But yeah. The blue mage is good in general, but... It, it takes a lot of work to get good. So yeah. I just switched her to a knight because I was like, I want more bang for my buck right now. I'll deal with that later on in the game. There you go. So at this point, I head back into the ship and I head up to the town of Tool. Same. Yep. And that was the town that I found last time when I was shipping around by myself. But then I was like, no, David didn't do this. And so I left. That's right. So you walk in and you party out. And then you get overrun by the pirates. Going, grog, 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 grog. Yes, like in like a like a team of football players just blowing straight past you to the bar. And I, I found that delightful. Mm-hmm. And then Ferris even is like, yeah, I'm going to go join them. Bye. And she leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Time go get drunk. Mm-hmm. There's a wizard in town that offers to take you to the Greenhorns Club. Mm-hmm. And when Lisa saw this, she went... Oh, yeah. I said, that's sketchy. Yeah. Never go to a secondary location. <laughs> Street smarts. Yeah. Okay, John Mulaney. <laughs> but if you go to that secondary location with the mage, you go to the Greenhorns Club and everyone has green hair or green robes. I didn't notice that and put that together. That's cute. Let me also explain the other reason I thought it was sketchy. is because last time a Final Fantasy game, I was approached by someone about a secret club. I mean, he didn't say it was secret, but now it's time somebody offered like, hey, do you know about this club? I spent $10,000 to get a scandalous dance. So I was sketched out. Yeah, but this is where you go to get your tutorials about the game. Yeah, I didn't know that at the time, though. You're a greenhorn. It means like a newbie. I don't know, man. The last one was the King's Club. I didn't get kinged. (laughs) 
They're in this place. You get a bunch of tutorials, and you can find an ether, a hundred gill, a potion. They also tell you that in this game you have to check urns and chests, not just chests. Mm-hmm. And then there's a monster chest also at one point. So we learned that some chests have monsters in them. Mm -hmm. It's very cute because there's wizards or whatever standing next to them. And at one point, there's one who's like, hey, look for secret passages. See if you can take this one and go get the treasure chest. They set up this room of free prizes to train people. The thought behind this in a real world way made me laugh a lot. Because mm -hmm. then, yeah, and then upstairs, the guy's like, I've, I've got something for you in the treasure chest. So he's kidnapped a monster and keeps it in this treasure chest waiting for someone to come by and need training. Like, if I follow this thought thread too long, it it turns real bad real fast. It's like the wizards in Harry Potter capturing the Boggart so that it can just, you know, train kids by making it be tortured and being turned into funny things over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. But, but anyway. You, but if you beat the <laughs> goblin, it gives you leather shoes, so yay. Yeah, so you steal the shoes off his feet? Well, you kill it and you take yeah. the shoes off its feet, yeah. Yeah, I didn't put that together earlier either. I don't like it. Okay. Anyway, a more delightful note is when you go to the bar, I think it's in the bar, the barkeep goes, yeah, another meteorite fell to the west. Too bad it didn't hit my mother-in-law, <laughs> which made me chuckle. There's a guy in town who also says like, yeah, one fell to the west. I guess they're in season, which I was like, meteorite season? Oh, oh, you poor thing. <laughs> also around town, there's a bar that sings a song about the canal off to the east. Where Sorry, the canal? Yes, the canal. The canal. Happy? <laughs> yes. In the east where there's a big monster that was sealed by the crystal. But, you know, the crystal's been busted, so I guess that monster's loose now. Yep. And we hear from a couple different people that the monster only attacks women. It's a very sexist monster. Mm-hmm. 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 Something I noticed that was very cute is that if you go into either the weapon shop or the armory, Ferris runs in and goes, wait, 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 don't, don't leave me out. And I was like, how did you know we were here? And like, <laughs> I assumed she was drunk somewhere, but yeah, that made me laugh a lot. The inn only costs 10 gil. Yes. Which is nice. And then it, when you go into the pub, you find out from the bartender that the pirates have drank everything. There's nothing else to get. Mm-hmm. And then one of the pirates said, hey, don't get any bright ideas. We're only nice to you because Ferris said you're cool. But I was like, oh, I thought we were all buddies now. That made me sad. Oh. I hope he comes around. <laughs> There's also three dancing girls dancing on stage and they're spinning around and blocking the stage so you can't go up. You talk to them and they're just like, we're dancing. Go enjoy the dance. That's about it. Yeah, except then I went around to the front of the stage, and if you interact with them again, they actually spin around you and dance, and the screen goes pink. So, you know, it's kind of a, a scandalous dance. So you get a free scandalous dance instead of the $10,000 one. Yes. Okay. And then once they're off, and then they stay off the stage, so they stay dancing on the floor, and then you can go on the stage and play the piano. That's so cool. What happens when you play the piano? It says your piano skills have leveled up. Excellent. So finally, we head upstairs, and we check in on Ferris in quote-unquote, his room. Yes. And first, Bartz goes in and does, like, a double take and then gets a heart beating above his head and he comes back out and Galoof and Lena are like, the heck is wrong with you? And then Galoof goes in. He's got a real, like, goofy look on his face on top of the heart. Yes, so then Galoof goes in and the same exact thing happens and he comes out and they kind of look at each other and they're like, yeah, yeah, what the... 
but so beautiful. How? And then, you know, it reminded me of Oran High School Host Club. Mm-hmm. Oran High School Host Club is a show where most of the main characters think another of the main characters when they meet her is actually a boy. And so the whole first episode is, is one by one, the other characters figuring out that she's actually a girl and in different ways. And so it just reminded me of that kind of thing. There you go. Where one at a time, they're going to figure out that she's a girl. <laughs> Spoiler alert. We're going to find out later that Ferris is passing as a boy on purpose because of their background. But that she does identify as a girl. She's disguising herself as a boy because she doesn't want to be the only girl amongst a bunch of male pirates. Yes. So, like, mm-hmm. that that's all there is to it. Yep. Which also made me wonder how many of the pirates know that she's a girl and just, yeah, that's the captain, you know, like. There's one that is in love with her, like. Yes. Captain, so dreamy. Which, captain, yeah. Captain, I love you. And I wonder if that's a, yeah. In Stardust. Mm-hmm. Um, the captain of the ship is is very secretly flamboyant, and they don't go into whether he's gay or just a crossdresser or something. But you know, he gets exposed at one point where he's wearing a dress, and all the crewmen they're like, "Yeah, we already knew. We still love you." And he's like, "What?" But I thought you wouldn't respect me. They're like, "No, we love you." Like, and so I wonder if that's the kind of thing that's going on with Ferris. Yeah, is that she's pretending to be a boy, but everyone knows, and they're just no, no one's talking about it because she's so ba. She has the respect. Who yep. cares? Like, yeah, exactly. We'll find out. I think Ferris has a lot more issues than the people around her want to give her. She's got some so many insecurities, but everybody else is like, we'd do anything for you. What are you talking about? Yeah. But anyway, the boys are being ridiculous and making noise and Ferris wakes up and tells him to leave yep. and locks the door. Yeah, she's like, I want some alone time. Get out of here. So then we head to the north of town and we go to Zock's house. Yeah, Lena's like, hey, this is Zox House. And they're like, who's that? Because at first I was like, am I supposed to know who that was? Did I forget already a character? Because <laughs> that happens to me. Like every time we play, I don't know if you've noticed that listener, but Lena's like, oh no, it's someone I know. And so they walk in and Zox's an old wizard. And he's like, Lena, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. You guys like, she's like, oh, you know, we need to go through the canal and you're the one who made it. Can you help us get through it? He's like, oh, no, sorry. There's a monster, blah, blah, blah. But you've come all this way. At least the least you can do is spend the night. And so they agreed to spend the night. And once again, Lisa went. That's shady. (laughs) Yeah. You don't trust kindly old wizards? Look, this is the fifth game in a row. Stuff always happens at night. It's true. Never at an inn. Like when you go to the inn and you... So when you pay money for your bed, stuff doesn't happen most of the time. Only once. Only last, once. Last game. <laughs> Only once. But whenever you're staying other places, stuff happens all the time. So speaking of stuff happening all the time, in the middle of the night, uh-huh. Arps wakes up <laughs> and heads outside. And he talks about the fact that the crystals are the reason his dad... Dot, dot, dot. Flashback. <laughs> yeah. And so we see a, a younger Bart's in bed and his parents are talking. And something about dad's got to go off. To do something with the crystals. And he says, hey, honey, you know, if, you know, the worst happens and I don't come back, don't tell Bart's about the crystals. I don't want him to know about whatever. I don't want him to shoulder that burden. Yeah. They have to be protected at all costs. Yeah. So she's like, I eat. And then he goes off. And we find out that Bart's mom's name is Stella. Yes. So there you go. And then we flash back to present day, and Zock is standing by Lena's bed. Yeah, he is. 
Because it's sketchy. <laughs> and as he's standing there, he hears Lena swear to protect the crystals. And then he creeps on out and comes out to find Bart sitting there. And he gives Bart's the canal key that he said he had lost. And he says, keep Lena safe. Yep. And I think he said either before they go to sleep or in this conversation, at some point, he's one of the people who warns about how the monster attacks women. He just warned about the monster, not just that it was women. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then he's just concerned about her because he knows that it attacks women. Yep. So, yeah. So, the next day, Bart's is like, yeah, let's go. Mm-hmm. And so, you try to leave town and Ferris comes to join you. Mm-hmm. And she tells all of, all of her pirate dudes to stay in town. Yep. She Like, they all come out and they're like, wait up. She's like, no, I'm leaving you behind. And they're like. But, but we love you, and we go to the ends of the earth for you. And mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I know, but this is going to be a long journey. And what it really is is she can tell that this is going to be long and dangerous. Mm-hmm. And she's a warrior of light. She's stuck with it, but she doesn't want to risk their lives. Like, you can see that's what's happening. Harry and the Henderson seeing them. Except she's not. It's not the same emotional abuse. She's not, I don't like you anymore or anything. She's She's just genuinely like, hey... It's going to be a long trip, and you guys don't need to be part of that, so stay here. That's what it ends up being, thank goodness, but she started off left. She's like, I'm leaving you lollygaggers behind. Like, she starts mm. off being mean, and they go, no, we <laughs> love you. We're going to follow you. She's like, look, no, just somebody has to protect the loot. Somebody has to protect the hideout. Go protect the hideout and the loot, okay? And they're like, okay, we could do that. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> and they say, you know, like... Like, wind speed and, protect, you know, they're like, good luck. Yep. We love you. Yep, yep. So, at this point, we can head to the canal. Mm-hmm. So, we go to Torna Canal, and we have some enemies. Mm-hmm. We've got the Octokraken. The Octokraken is just a big old octopus. It is a dark purplish, grayish color. It It's the exact color of Mountain Dew Pitch Black. <laughs> Excellent. So, for whoever that resonates with. And then... Ryan, I hope you enjoy that. (laughs) And then it's... The little suckers on its tentacles are like a lime green. And then we've also got the sucker. The sucker is a squid, which has like a Cthulhu tentacle situation. I don't have these pictures. It's just you. (laughs) Well, there you go. It is a beige color with orange details and then pink tentacles nice yeah huge 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 sea creatures you know how it goes so as we sell into the canal bart's opens it with the key and And they're like where'd you get that key and he's like don't worry about it (laughs) (laughs) and we go in and a whirlpool starts to drag us in Mm -hmm. and this is not our first whirlpool in final fantasy games no that's something that they like to do a lot yep but one of the things that did happen this time is sildra starts to cry out as she gets dragged into it and we face the Carlobos. And the Carlobos is a giant creature that looks like a cross between a lobster and a scorpion. So it's mostly lobster, but then picture the tail coming back towards the front like a scorpion tail with like pincers. And so we kick its butt and that the force of the fight kicks us out of the whirlpool, but Sildra is still stuck inside of it. Yeah, and they make her make a really sad cry. And we have to watch her get sucked into the whirlpool. As the screen flashes red and then she's gone. 
And the whirlpool dissipates. And I yell, this game is dumb and I hate it. Yes, you did. And I laughed and chortled. <laughs> at me or at Sildra getting sucked into the whirlpool? At, at your reaction because I knew exactly what was going to happen. I just want to be clear for the audience that you weren't laughing at the poor, the, the oh, no. poor Sildra. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. This game started with a dragon, a chocobo friend, and a sea serpent friend. And we've lost them all. Yep. No wonder I remember this game poorly. Yeah. <laughs> we better get some of them back. We better. I mean, I think Boko's going to be safe, but we better get the other two back. So speaking of emotional devastation, Ferris, remember, Sildra's like her sister. Yep. It's her best friend. It's her pet. Mm-hmm. It's all these things. She's wrecked. She tried to jump off the ship after Sildra. She's yep. devastated. And Lena tries to comfort her. As the ship slowly drifts, because we have no wind, and now we have no Sildra to carry us, and we just are drifting along in the open seas. Yeah, and so the screen fades to black, and when we come to, everyone's just asleep on deck. I think Galoof wakes up first, Mm -hmm. and then he goes and wakes up the others, and we are in the ship graveyard. And there's some enemies here. Mm -hmm. There's the skeleton. The skeleton is a skeleton. What makes this one different from others is that he's got a red bandana on his head and he's got blue shorts and a scimitar. So he's like a piratey skeleton. There's the Kalkruth. The Kalkruth is a... The thing I the thing that I likened it to in my head to kind of understand what it is, is it looks like the water horse from Frozen 2. Hmm. Except it's not a horse. It's just, it's that color and that kind of like, it looks like it's a gelatinous water creature. And that's the best I can do to describe it. <laughs> the undead husk. The undead husk is, is a golem. I don't know why they called it that. He's like an olive green color, but yeah, it's just, it looks like a rock golem. And the mind flusher. The mind flusher's weird. It's kind of like body horror for Final Fantasy, but I, it took me a while to figure out what it is. It's a skull that's like open and screaming with its tongue sticking out and its tongue is ridiculously long. And then the flesh around that skull has been ripped in half. And so the back half of the skull is covered in flesh, but the front half of the face is like a foot in front of the skull with the tongue going through both pieces, if that makes any sense. Unfortunately it does. And that's disgusting. That sounds like nightmare fuel to me. Not for you. I mean, it might be if it wasn't so ridiculous. <laughs> like, it's kind of like Garbage Pail Kids kind of thing, where I'm like, you're just trying to be gross, and that's not actually sc- Like, gross is not scary. It's just gross. And we've got some chests. We've got a world map, a tent, 990 gil, two phoenix downs, a potion, and two antidotes. Mm-hmm. And what does the ship graveyard look like, Lisa? It looks like a bunch of ships that have been... They're devastated in different ways. So some of them, like, we have, like, a half of a ship or a ship with, like, the mast is gone and there's, like, holes in the deck everywhere. And there's, like, five or six of them scattered close to each other. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to walk in between and up and down and through the different ships to get where we're going. One of the cool things is as you go down the ships and the ships are ruined, they're flooded, mm-hmm. you go underwater. Mm-hmm. And as you go underwater, you have, like, a scuba mask on and like a little rebreather and it's fun cute. I did not see that at all. I was like, oh, we're just breathing underwater now. Awesome. Oh, I, I was like, yeah, it's a cute little underwater effect. I thought it was a cool effect because like the animation does look slightly different. Like you're slightly blurrier. 
And they make a big deal. Like, Ferris like, I don't want to get wet. And they're mm-hmm. like, come on, let's go. Yep. You're a pirate. You don't get wet. Come on. Yeah. So as you're going through, eventually you come to a spot where you're going to rest for a while. Mm-hmm. There's like some beds that you can rest in. And so Lena goes to change into some dry clothes. Where she got the dry clothes, I don't know. Mm-mm. So then B- Barts and Galoof like light a fire. They're like, all right, time to get dry. And they're like, come on, Ferris. Like, let's get these wet clothes off of you. You know, like you would with a band. You could take your shirt off, right? No problem. Mm-hmm. And so they like grab at her and she's like, get off me. And then that's when they find out, oh, she is a girl. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's when she says, yeah, you know, like didn't want to be the only girl in the world that I'm in. And so I pretend that I'm a man. They were very questioning, like, why would you pretend? Like, they seemed shocked by that yep. idea of why are you trying to pass yourself off as a man? This doesn't make sense. And she was like, well, it's obvious. And it's like, and they're like, fair enough. I like how it wasn't a bigger deal after that. It was just yeah. fair enough. So we leave the ship and mm-hmm. we get to near the exit and the ghost of Bart's mom, Stella, appears and beckons Bart's closer. Mm-hmm. And Bart's takes a step. And then his head droops and he's dragged like in front of her and his soul starts to come out. And then the same thing happens with the ghost of King Tycoon. With Ferris and Lena. Yeah. So this was very interesting because he goes, come here, my cherub, to just one of them. And yet they both step forward. Mm. So Bart's went to a parental figure and... Lena and Ferris both step forward to another parental figure and they both seem shocked that the other went with them. Yes. And then they both fall down. Yep. <laughs> and then a y- young girl with blonde hair appears in front of Galoof and asks for Grandpa to play. And he goes, I can't remember you. Whatever. <laughs> and then he's he notices that his friends are having their spirits pulled from their bodies. He goes, hey, wait, what the heck? And he goes and like snaps them out of it. And a siren appears behind uh, all these ghosts and says, come, let us eat your soul. Become one of us. Mm-hmm. And so Galoof slaps him and we get a boss fight against the siren. And the siren, I love the way that she looks. Like she's yes. got a great outfit. She's blonde and she's got kind of flowy blonde hair and she's got some like blue green decoration in her hair. I, I hesitate to call it a bow, but it's something. She's got green gloves up to her elbows and her dress is just draped on her and it's flowy and it's blue and green and it's got some like gold like gold tassels on it and she's got blue boots and it's just she's it's a great look yes it is so then we emerge into the overworld and we, oh well we beat her obviously we okay. beat everybody all right <laughs> we emerge into the overworld and we've got some overworld enemies as we walk to the next town mm-hmm. they are the gatling And the Gatling is, I think, the next generation of the sword rat from the last game. Mm. It looks like a little hedgehog thing or a almost an armadillo with just like spikes on it. It's got a green shell, but like a brown body. We've got the bighorn. The bighorn is a rhino body, but with like a cow bighorn horns on its head. So it's it's got the rhino horns on like its nose and like the tusks and everything. And it's definitely a rhino-shaped body, but then these giant cow horns. And the tatau. The tatau is, I don't know what. It's a <laughs> its a dark brown quadruped with spikes on its back and claws and growly face. Finally, we get to the town of Carwin. Mm-hmm. 
What does Carwin look like, Lisa? I, I wrote, it looks like a well-developed, fairly modern city. Everything is, there's clearly like a design to the city. There's like archways and it's just a very neat looking town. There's two levels to it. And then there's several ports off to the eastern side of it that unfortunately are not being used because there's no wind. So nothing's sailing. But yeah. And here the inn is again just 10 gil. And we learned that King Tycoon's Windrake was the last of its kind. So it's not a dragon, it's a Windrake. Mm-hmm. And it's the last of its kind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played the piano here. I didn't get to play in the other towns. So this was the first time my skills leveled up. I played the piano here as well, and I also leveled up. Oh, so you level up every time you play a different piano. That's I think cool. so. Yeah, because I did play that first piano twice, and nothing happened the second time. But at a new piano, I leveled up my skills. Found a thousand gil laying around. And we can't go to the water crystal by sea, since the, you can't take a ship. Mm-hmm. So we need to go by air. I love how like people overly hint at you. They're like, you need to go over there, but you can't go by sea. And then Bart's each time goes, can't go by sea, can't go by land. And like taps his head like he's thinking. Like, it's a great animation. So there's a drake that's the last of its kind to the north, and I can't go by sea or land. Maybe by... Underground? Mm. No, we're going to go by air. So we head up north to the North Mountain to find this wind drake. What does the North Mountain look like, Lisa? It's very green. There are flowers in the rock, like the sides of the mountain. We're going to go up and down a lot and in and out of caves. The caves are a reddish brown color yeah and as we go up and down we fight enemies we fight the rock slug the rock slug it just looks like a basic slug other than the fact that it's huge and it is a light blue color the headstone the headstone is what it sounds like it's a freaking gravestone but a head of stone protruding from it it reminded me of like the madame leota headstone at haunted mansion yeah just headstone hanging around the gala cat. The gala cat is my new favorite thing. <laughs> it is so cute. I freaked out. So it's a cat in air and it's got its arms spread out because its arms are threaded through wings. These big green wings. So imagine Icarus or something, right? So a very primitive design. Yeah, it's wearing wings and it's so cute. And it's got a little bell around its collar and I love it so much. So much that you killed it? I mean, yes, but I uh, I immediately, as soon as I was done playing, went to Etsy to see if I could get like a plush or something <laughs> of it or some artwork. And there's not a lot of artwork on it. And I'm surprised because people like cats. But So that sounds to me like you found a Final Fantasy niche for some merch that we could make for this podcast. Maybe. And the Cockatrice. Cockatrice, our old friend. We've had this one, I think, in every game so far. It is a mythology monster, so. Yeah. It's a big bird. It's red and yellow, and it's got, like, green at the end of its very long tail. So there's also some chests where you can get a phoenix down and a potion. And then the the other unique thing about this mountain is that there's these really pretty purple trees on it. <laughs> so one thing we didn't mention back in town is people warn you that dragon grass grows on the North Mountain. Which is which is apparently like super rare and valuable. And it's what wind drakes need in order to survive and to like heal, be healed. Mm-hmm. And it's, but it's hard to get 
because all these purple plants are also poisonous on this mountain. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where you're warned about it, but if you're not like paying close attention, you don't realize what you're doing. Because all these pretty purple plants, if you even step on them, your whole party gets poisoned. Yeah. So it was at this point that I changed Bart's from a blue mage to a white mage so that I could cast Poisona and cure people repeatedly. Because even when I was aware of it, I was not the most careful walker and I stepped on it a lot. <laughs> By this point, Galoof had leveled up as a white mage. So I had the white mage level one, the white magic level one ability. Mm. So I switched him over to a black mage so he could also do something offensive. Nice. Since I only had level one white magic anyway. Yeah. He could still cast all of it and do something offensive. So yep. he's a black mage at this point. Yeah. So we keep going up until we find King Tycoon's Mithril Helm. Yeah. So you party out and Lena goes... It's father's cloak and helm. And she runs forward and uh, obtained, is it Mithril or something? Obtained Mithril helm. And then immediately some rocks fall in between us, creating a chasm. And she gets hit. And she gets shot with a poison arrow. Yep. And then Magissa appears on Lena's side. And she was hunting the Windrake to sell the horns on the black market. But thinks that Lena would be a greater prize for her husband. Yeah, because she recognizes her as the princess. And so she's like, sweet. And then Ferris proves herself for the several hundredth time of why she's going to be my favorite character this whole game. She's already so B.A. It's amazing. Ferris is the best. So Ferris jumps across the chasm while everyone else is like, what? And... You know, at first she makes it and then some more ground falls out underneath her where she lands and you're like, oh no, but then she grabs the cliff edge. Like I can just picture this happening in an action movie mm -hmm. and she grabs the cliff edge and you're like, oh man, okay. But then the cliff is she like falls yep. and you're like, no, I mean, I knew she was going to be okay, but you're still like, no. And then Magus is like, ha ha ha. And then she goes, what? And so I thought that that we were going to have Ferris appear again riding the dragon. Ah. Like, I thought that was that was the kind of cinematic thing I could see happening. But it wasn't. She was just climbing up the rock face barehanded like an awesome, amazing woman. So she climbs all the way up her head, and then she throws a rope to the other side. Yep. And she then, like, hammers on both sides of the rope. So she, like... Well, no, Bart's hammers on the other side. Oh. It looked to me like she hammered on one side, jumped over. Okay, I oh, no, just no, no, got no. lost taking notes, I guess. Yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so, so the, she they she forms a rope bridge, and then the other two come across. So all the while, Magis is just standing there watching all this, and then goes, well, I guess we're going to have a boss fight. Yep. <laughs> and so Magisa, we have a boss fight with, and she calls her husband Forza. Yeah, she's like, come take out the trash. So... What do Magisa and Forza look like, Lisa? Magisa looks like, she looks like a fairy creature to me. Because mm -hmm. even though she said she's a huntress, she's just wearing a leotard bodysuit thing. Like, there's not a lot. I would think a huntress would be clothed more. <laughs> and she's got green hair, and she's got a sword thing, and boots. And then her husband, whose name is, you said Forza, he reminds me of, I'm guessing, it's we're going to see this sprite again for like a titan or something. Because he, he's just a big dude, like thick thighs, save, save lives. lives and everything. He's also got like mushrooms growing off of him. I don't know what they are. There's like these purple bulbs that are coming off of him. He's got yellow and green on him. Like he's, I don't think he's human, 
but I'm not sure 100%. So the first time I fought them, I was trying to write down like the boss enemy names and I was trying to like finish up my notes. And so I went down hard. I wasn't paying close oh. attention. I was just like auto attacking and not really paying. I looked up at one point and I had two people passed out. I was like, uh oh, maybe I need a try. <laughs> and by that point it was too late. Ah. So the second time I boot up and fast forward through all the, by fast forward, I mean just hit A through all the dialogue again because you can't skip cutscenes. Yep. And by the time I get to the fight, I'm paying attention now and I went super easy and was like, why? Okay, cool. Yeah. The key, I didn't have a problem with it, but the key that I noticed is that we had to kill Magisa first because she heals Forza. Mm -hmm. But even knowing that, you start out auto-targeting her anyway. Yep. So it was, I didn't have to like change my strategy. I was just like, oh, okay, make sure that I kill her first. Also, if you use focus with Mina at this point, she just does huge amounts of damage. It's fantastic. Yeah, did not do that, so. There you go. You finish going through the cave, and at the top of the summit, you find... The dragon! And we've learned the dragon's name. It is... I didn't write it down. Hear you. Hear you. Hear you. H-I-R-Y-U. I don't know if maybe yeah. there's a better Japanese pronunciation of that, but I'm going with hear you. Probably, but you know. Hear you. So then Lena goes, you guys stay here. I'm going to go get the dragon grass. And so she walks through some poison plants to get there. And it's very dramatic because she steps on the first one and the screen goes blurry and shakes. And then she keeps going and she steps on another one and the same thing. But she's, she gets the grass and she comes back and she like passes out and she's like, give the grass to hear you. I'm going to be okay. And so Ferris takes the grass over to hear you and feeds it to him. And he, like, springs to life, all is well, but, you know, like, Lena's sitting there dying from poison, and so Hiryu walks over and cries on her, question mark, or uses magic, I couldn't tell. But either way, he cures her of poison, and all is well. And now we can fly on him! Mm-hmm, and so, you know, we, we go back to the overworld, and we're on Hiryu, and it's the cutest little animation, like, I... You know, David's like, this is the stopping point. And I'm like, I know, but I just flew around a little bit more so I could watch you fly around because it's so cute. So speaking of it being a stopping point, what's your levels at? Everyone's at level 11. Dang, mine are level nine. Ah, and then Bart's is a white mage at level zero because I, I switched him so far into the play. Thief at three. Lena is a monk at level three. Monk at two. Galoof is a knight at level three. Black Mage at level three. And Ferris is a thief at level four. Knight at level two. There you go. So you're just way over leveled than me. Good well, to know. I did go back through the ship graveyard twice because I noticed that I missed a chest. So that probably explains at least some of the leveling. Very cool. Also, you know, last time you were trying to be ahead of me no matter what. So there you go. Yeah, well. <laughs> well. What are your thoughts at this point? Because it sounds like you went from this is the cutest thing and I have my favorite things to I hate this game and want everybody to die to these things are still so cute. I, I can't stand it. Like, where are you at? I am at I am loving this game with a huge asterisk. And that asterisk is I've got a knife at the throat of the writers of the story saying you better not be hurting these animals. Hmm. Or... I will hate the game and kill you. There you go. That's where I'm at. That sounds like where I'm at too. <laughs> it can it continues to be mostly delightful and the funny exchanges. Oh, I didn't mention it. 
Hold up. Again, we're not writing down all the dialogue, but Ferris has a word for Magisa when she comes up that I wrote down because it cracked me up. She calls Magisa an adulpated foul complexion scufflaw. And I had to look up some of those words. <laughs> and I just, I want to mention that scofflaw is what it sounds like. It's someone who scoffs at the law and, you know, it says especially rules or laws that are difficult to enforce. I enjoyed the irony of a pirate calling somebody else a scofflaw. So, yeah. I love Ferris. I am team Ferris. I, I would die for her. But yeah, if they hurt Sildra, then they're the ones who are going to die. So. Team Ferris is a good place to be. Mm-hmm. Pretty much where I'm at too. Mm-hmm. Bart's is pretty much lame and nothing. Galoof is our amnesiac, wacky uncle. See, I think Galoof's the one who's nothing. Whereas Bart's, I'm like, okay, I see why you're reluctant. Is because you're not supposed to know, but you do know that your dad disappeared and or died heroine, mm-hmm. and so you're hesitant to go heroine. Like that makes sense to me. I see it. That one line did, but I'm saying that there's not a lot of characterization so far in the game. Like, he feels flat. He feels to me like the quote-unquote normal person who gets thrown into an adventure. And so he's kind of like, he reacts the way a normal person would react, not the way like a capital P protagonist would react to things. There you go. But that's my read on him. That's great. Lena's a princess, like to the point of just... She's there and she's the princess. Yep. And Ferris is like a character. And I like Ferris has depth. Ferris has emotion. Ferris has range of action. Ferris has like rationale and feelings. Like Ferris is great. Yes. I hope this was the only time that Lena is kidnapped, even temporarily because she's the princess. Like I hope this does not become that's her character. She's just constantly getting kidnapped because she's a princess. That would be lame. Especially because we've had such strong princesses so far in Final Fantasy. Well, we've we've had both. We've had really lame duck ones and we've had awesome ones. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And we hope that you'll find out how it goes by joining with us on our journey. And yeah. Maybe tell us how you're experiencing it or what your thoughts are or how you feel about this journey through five. How can people get a hold of us and talk with us, Lisa? We are on Twitter at Spouses of Light. We are also at emails at spousesoflight at gmail.com. Leave us a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice. Give us those five stars. Leave us a comment. Let us know how we're doing, how we can improve. Helps people find the show. We love to have people talk. We love to give you a shout out. Like we've been giving shout outs to Ryan Schneitz because they tell us that they're listening and they talk to us about the show. Please let us know you're listening. Let's talk about our journeys in Final Fantasy together. The good, the bad, the ugly. Without further ado, I'm David. And I'm Lisa. And thanks for joining us on our journey to save the crystals. This fantasy is anything but final. 